From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue. Over the weekend, Clarkson University celebrated the class of 2020 with their commencement ceremony at Chiel Arena. The commencement ceremony recognized the 949 graduates from May 2020, August 2019, and December 19, who had not previously walked the stage to get diplomas due to COVID-19. In addition to the graduates receiving their diplomas, receiving honorary degrees, and addressing the students' family and guests were Nagi Naganathan, president of Oregon Institute of Technology, and W. John Kress, distinguished scientist and curator emeritus of the Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History. Said Kress, quote, You, the graduating class, are the generation that must be at the vanguard of a global movement to promote change in a right direction. SUNY Potsdam honored the class of 2021 graduates with a series of three socially distanced commencement ceremonies over the weekend, the first time Hosmer Concert Hall has seen such numbers of people in more than a year. Hundreds of others took to the ceremonies virtually via YouTube. Potsdam President Dr. Kristen Esterberg congratulated the graduates and paid tribute to Dr. Lionel Woods, Crane School of Music's interim dean who passed away suddenly just days ago. Said Esterberg, what a year it has been, a year marked with loss and renewal, a year marked with accomplishment and creativity, as well as by sadness and at times despair, a year marked by persistence and by hope. Messina Village Police announced over the weekend that one of their own is facing a felony charge for actions while on duty back in March. Messina Police Lieutenant Cody Wilson confirmed to the media that Officer Brandon Huckle had been charged with felony third-degree criminal mischief for alleged intentional damage to a private vehicle at a home in Messina where he was executing a search warrant. The arrest comes after a dash cam video was posted on YouTube that allegedly showed Huckle repeatedly slamming a door against the vehicle, causing estimated damage of $2,000. Police say the department has been and will continue to be diligent and transparent in addressing the matter. A second suspect in the alleged kidnapping scheme in Ogdensburg has been released without bail. As we reported on Thursday, an Ogdensburg father and son, 51-year-old William LaRock and 33-year-old son Michael, allegedly threatened to kidnap two schoolchildren from another local family if they did not pay the men cash. Police said the LaRocks and the other family knew each other. The alleged threat led to a lockdown last Tuesday at two of the city's schools. The LaRocks were each charged with felony counts of first-degree coercion and second-degree attempted grand larceny. Police say further arrest may be forthcoming. Franklin County had its fifth day in the last week with no new coronavirus cases and no cases in its state prisons on Sunday. Countywide, it's single digits now in active cases, just nine as of yesterday, and only 36 people in tracing quarantine. The county did not update its town-by-town -town map over the weekend, but no community has more than four actives, and 15 of the 21 towns have no active cases. St. Lawrence County's weekend COVID update will be released later today. On Friday, the county reported seven new COVID cases versus 20 recoveries. That dropped the active caseload to 99 countywide. One person was released from hospitalization, leaving four still being treated. No new deaths were reported to the state as of last night. According to state health department figures, 64% of adult New Yorkers 18 and older have received at least one dose of COVID vaccine and 55% have completed the vaccine series. 
In St. Lawrence County, over 50,500 people have had at least one dose, or 56.8%, and nearly 45,600 people, or more than 43%, have completed the series. In Franklin County, nearly 23,000 adults, or 55.1%, have had at least one shot, while more than 20,500 have had both shots, or more than 40%. More than one million Excelsior passes have been issued since New York State launched the program in March. Excelsior Pass, which is now utilized by venues, universities, stadiums, and businesses statewide, is a free, fast, and secure way to present digital proof of COVID-19 vaccination or negative test results that's helping New Yorkers get back to the things they love safely. Governor Andrew Cuomo said, the fact that we've so quickly achieved the milestone speaks to New Yorkers' desire to resume many of the activities they've given up over the last year. Meanwhile, as of today, all Excelsior passes retrieved will be valid for 365 days. That's up from 180 days previously. Those who already have a vaccination pass may receive a new pass whenever they choose in order to take advantage of that extension. The St. Lawrence County Sheriff's Department says it will join state police and other local law enforcement agencies in the 2021 Buckle Up, Click It or Ticket seatbelt campaign, which starts today and runs through June 6th. This is a statewide zero-tolerance effort to increase safety restraint use. They note that as of last November, New York state law changed, requiring all occupants inside a vehicle must wear a safety restraint front seat or back seat. The drivers must ensure that all passengers obey the law in being buckled up. Each violation could result in a fine of up to $50, with drivers fined $25 to $100 and three penalty points on their license per ticket. The St. Lawrence County Sheriff's Office said yesterday it's seeking the owner of three loose horses that were observed in the area of Dalton and Little River Roads in the town of Canton. Anyone with information can contact the Sheriff's Office at 315-379-2222. From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue.